Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk about holiness. I know we probably cover this on a Daily Walk in the past, but hey, we're coming up on 200 of these. I think a couple of repeat sections are good, especially when I come across information as I've been, I've been reading through a series of books. I have like, I don't know, 100 or so books on my shelf that I've been collecting of books to read sometime. And I look at this going, man, this shelf gets higher and higher. So this year I said, I'm going to start getting a lot of these books off this shelf. And I've actually taken care of about half of them this year so far. And uh, this week I've slowed down maybe because I'm reading a book that's just not exciting me much. So I might actually be a book that I'm like, okay, we're just going to stop halfway through. It's been like two weeks now. I can't get through it. I usually finish a book in a week. Uh, maybe it's just busyness, whatever else. Uh, but I did want to talk about holiness because several of the books that I've read in the last couple of weeks dealt with the issue and matter of holiness. Probably one of the most definitive books, of course, if you're looking for teaching outside the Bible, one of the better definitive books is the book by the uh, philosopher theologian R.C. Sprawl called The Holiness of God. And if you can get a chance to read that, that really is a fabulous book. Now, in classic R.C. Sprawl fashion, he doesn't go into it in as much depth from the biblical verses as much from a philosophical, which is one of the reasons I can never really get into R.C. Sprawl. I really want to understand the scripture, not the philosophy behind things. Albeit his conclusions are very biblically sound, that are confirmed by my knowledge of Bible study, which is good, all right? But uh, I read one from uh, MacArthur on holiness as well, and I don't have that one in front of me. I think I dropped that off at one of the community libraries in town, so hopefully somebody's picked that up and is reading that around town here. And um, the one, uh, I just read this one a couple weeks ago, and this is from Erwin Lutzer, Why Holiness Matters. And uh, what I liked about Lutz's approach is he looks at holiness and he starts out with definition. Biblically, the word holiness, when applied to God, is relatively easy to define, but difficult to grasp. For him, it refers to his separateness, as theologians put it. God is wholly other, meaning he is transcendent, entirely beyond us and unlike us. In addition to separateness, it means purity. Light without a hint of darkness, perfection without a hint of defect. Holiness is the only attribute of God, which is repeated three times when the creatures worship him. Holy, 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 the angels cry in Isaiah 6.3. And in heaven, we will hear the same refrain as we fall down in worship. Holy, holy, holy. And that is a very good definition. That is indeed what holiness means. Okay, holiness means to be separate. It means separating yourself from the world. The Israelites and all of their weird laws and customs and diets had to do with separating themselves from the culture. And that is really what holiness is. It's a difficult concept for us to apply actively in our lives, being sinners, even though we come to Christ. We are theologically imputed with righteousness We are seen by righteous by God, but here on earth we still do have a sin nature which wages war. Now, as we live out our life through the principles of sanctification, we'll get to that in a bit, we should become closer and closer to holiness, closer and closer to becoming more Christ-likeness in what we are doing. Now, the last book, and this is one I'm reading right now, which I'm just not excited about, and uh, this guy here is a 
a person I really liked a lot of his early stuff, but now that I'm getting down to uh, down to 20 years into theology, 20 years into studying, and he himself has kind of compromised his gospel for the purpose of growing. I liked his stuff way back before Rick Warren was a household name in Christian circles. And in that time, he had the best, most biblically sound, biblically accurate stuff. Then he, he gets on this growth. He takes on the presidency of, of walk, uh, walk through the Bible. And then he's like, he goes to this whole idea. If a church is growing, I want to learn from it. So he didn't go into Rick Warren's church with a critical eye examining what the scripture says. He's like, what are you doing to grow? Let's do this. And so he started to compromise his faith. So this is a, uh, this is the book, God as he longs for you to see him. And I remember having the sermon series and thinking it was okay, but nothing seriously home to write home about. But I'm reading this book. I'm just having a hard time getting through it because of some of the definitions. Oh, by the way, look at that. Rick Warren endorses the book. How exciting. Um, this is how he defines it, which he doesn't even take the time to define holiness. He borrows from A.W. Tozer. Here's the, quote, quick definition of holiness. Quote, we know nothing like divine holiness. It stand apart, unique. I think that means it stands, but it stand apart, unique, unapproachable, incomprehensible, unattainable. The natural man is blind to it. He may fear God's power and admire his wisdom, but his holiness he cannot even imagine. End quote. That's a definition? I may as well take this book and throw it in the creek behind me because it's fairly useless. That does not help us to understand what's he saying. And this is the way Tozer is. This is why I've never been into Tozer. Sure, he's got some decent stuff here and there. But what we see with Tozer is he's not getting a definition. He's not helping us. He's not seeking what the scripture says. He is an emotional guy, and this is why I can't get into him. Okay, well, I'll read this definition again. We know nothing like the divine holiness. Okay, what is holiness? We know nothing like it. It's stand apart, unique, unapproachable, incomprehensible, and unattainable. So it's postmodernism. Great. We can't know it. We can't understand it. We can't do anything about it. It just is. Great. How wonderful. How wonderful. The natural man is blind to it. We can't even see it. How wonderful. He may fear God's power and admire us, his wisdom, like, um, we, so we can admire his power, his wisdom, but his holiness we cannot even imagine. Holiness is separate unto God. Now, it's worthy to bring up one more crazy, radical, and screwed up concept that we also find when we're discussing holiness, and that is from The Shack, uh, the greatest Christian book of all time. Yeah. Um, the Shack has a scene where Mac and Jesus are on the back deck at night, and they're laying together, and they're looking up and seeing the stars says, this is holy. In other words, holiness in um, Young's position, holiness simply means a good emotional feeling. Guys, holiness is not a good emotional feeling. It is not incomprehensible. It is not ununderstandable. Un holiness is separate. This is why we are commanded, 1 Peter 1, go back and look at the Peter study. 1 Peter 1, be holy for I am holy, an implicit command. Clearly, Peter is not going to give us an implicit command to be holy if the definition of holy is unattainable and unknowable. That is insane. Now, God is the highest holiness. Isaiah 6, 3, where I said the angels singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. 
Okay, there's nothing else above it. We find a similar reference in Revelation 15.4. Nothing else above it. It's just holiness. To us, holiness is to achieve separateness from the world. In other words, repentance. The living application of repentance is the best definition for a Christian seeking holiness. That's what we're commanded to do. This is the process of sanctification. This is what is at the hinge pin at the corner of my ministry at Our Walk in Christ because, because it is so neglected in our modern view. Our modern view is so concerned with getting people to accept Jesus and then we just shove them into a pew and forget about them once they're here. Great, we've got them to say a prayer. Let's move on to the next guy. No, the Christian disciplines are important. Now, I have two books about this topic, more of a teaching guide, which is Testing and Temptations. Definitely an excellent book on that. The other one is called Josiah's Sanctification, which is the first book of the Kings of All Creation series, which I promise more books are coming out about that soon. My current book that is starting beta reading soon is just taking everything out of me. So um, I've been focusing almost exclusively on that book. And so you can get those. Now, by the way, until the middle of December, all of the books are on sale at my bookstore on ourwalkinchrist.com. I think it's ourwalkinchrist.com slash shop. Use the holly, uh, the coupon code HOLIDAY. You can get 20% off your entire order, print books, ebooks, and audio books there. Okay, now, what is the best biblical definition of holiness? You know what? I left my phone and my Bible at home, but it is in Leviticus 1144. I'll go ahead and put the text there on the screen. Basically, it sums up as this. Separate yourselves from the world. Consecrate yourselves unto me because you are a holy nation. Okay, that is what it is. It is to separate ourselves from the world. If the world is into sex, drugs, and rock and roll, we better be into none of that. Now, obviously, if we're married, yes, we can still engage in sexual activity with our spouse, but we can't be running around like anything we can, you know, engage in sexual pleasure with is our prerogative to do so. We can't be running around doing the things that the world does. We have to be separate. We have to be different. A different people. A different people. That is what it is. Holiness is not nebulous. It's not unattainable. It is understanding that we are separate. That is what holiness is. So I'll leave you with that. Thanks for coming along and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.